0: It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, LegCo returns to business following a week of chaos caused by the contentious extradition bill. Students threaten to step up their action and FTU lawmaker Alice Mack refuses to comment on reports that she swore at the Chief Executive Carrie Lam during a closed-door meeting. Lechko has returned to business after a week of chaos surrounding the contentious extradition bill. Most pan-Democrat lawmakers wore a white ribbon and black clothes to mourn the death of a protester on Saturday who fell from Pacific Place where he was hanging a banner. Lawmakers are discussing two urgent questions over the use of force by police against protesters last Wednesday. Earlier, the Civic Party's court Kaki said the alleged president Andrew Leung, should bear some responsibility for the clashes by deciding to limit deliberation on the now-shelled extradition bill to two weeks. Speaking through an interpreter, Mr Leung rejected a request for a minute's silence from Civic Party lawmaker Jeremy Tam to remember the protester who died.
1: According to our practice, when there is a serving legal member or a politician uh, of great importance to Hong Kong, or if we like to send our condolences to victims of a major disaster, then we'll observe a period of silence. As to what you said, I don't think it belongs to any of those categories.
0: Security Secretary John Lee has indicated he's not going to step down over the chaos caused by the extradition bill, saying there are various policies he wants to work on in the next three years. But he did offer his apology to the people of Hong Kong. The security chief made the remarks in LegCo when he was grilled over the level of police uh, force police officers used to disperse protesters against the extradition law and reporters. He spoke to an interpreter.
1: I'm part of the team taking part in the uh, legislative exercise. Of course, I have to take responsibility. And like the chief executive, in relation to the anxiety and conflict course, I have to apologise.
0: Mr Lee insisted officers had used the necessary and appropriate force to deal with protesters who violently charged at a police cordon. He said people who are unhappy with the police's operation can file a complaint to the police and investigators will look for the evidence. Legal sector lawmaker Dennis Kwok says those executive council members who spoke in support of the chief executive's extradition bill should resign, calling them hypocrites. He said many people would have found Carrie Lam's apology yesterday to be unsatisfactory. Her extradition bill has drawn three massive protests in over a week, with calls for her to resign and withdraw it. Mr Kwok says she's refusing to use the word withdrawal simply to save face. He moved a motion of no confidence in Carrie Lam and her administration today. This level of
2: hypocrisy is astounding. You see ex-co-members like Regina Yib, Ronnie Tong, Bernard Chan, previously all supporters of the bill saying, oh, resistance is futile. There's no point in coming out to protest numbers. is not a relevant consideration. All these people should resign. I think they're shameful. I think they have deliberately caused what's happened last week. They are directly responsible. And now they're trying to wash their hands, especially Virginia.
0: He also says police should be held to account over the violent clashes with protests outside LegCo last Wednesday. Student leaders are calling on people to surround government's headquarters on Friday morning should officials fail to give in to their request by 4, 5 pm tomorrow. They want the extradition bill to be completely withdrawn, an investigation into the actions of the police definition of the June the 12th clashes as a riot to be dropped and the release of arrested protesters without charge. The student leaders include those representing the Chinese University and the private Xu Yan University. Joey Xu is a spokeswoman from the the city university's union. She said the chief executive, Carrie Lam, must make concrete plans over their requests or they'll step up their action.
1: By giving response, it does not mean coming out and telling us that she'll listen to us, but instead we urge her to take a action. For example, she has to announce the withdrawal of the extradition bill completely or whatever. So we are not asking her to come out and to apologise. We are urging for a real action. We have to consider whether she has given a concrete response, for example, for giving us or promising us a concrete plan and if she does not then we will upgrade our actions.
0: Student leader of Education University Leng Yu Ting said he thinks the action will be peaceful. He also called for civil disobedience.
2: We hope the uh, common Hong Kong people could think of the possible ways uh, they can think of and like how to uh, suck in, in, in the MDR or surrounding the uh, government headquarters. Uh, we believe uh, most of the people will choose a peaceful means to, to do so. And whether peaceful or not, I think uh, as uh, Student Union, we tried our best to support our common Hong Kong people, not only students, but uh, our fellow Hong Kongers.
0: Police say they're dropping investigations into eight people who were arrested on suspicion of loitering during Wednesday's clashes in admiralty over the extradition bill. Police said there was insufficient evidence to charge these seven men and one woman. Federation of Trade Unions lawmaker Alice Mack has refused to comment on reports that she swore at Chief Executive Carrie Lam during a closed-door meeting on Saturday pro-establishment legislator would only say she could not divulge any details of the meeting. Ms Mark was asked whether she was satisfied with the administration's suspension of the extradition bill.
2: The government has to respond to the public's opinion and the expression of their views. And we can see that the chief executive has uh, apologised to the public. And I think that's what she should do.
0: Dozens of people have staged protests outside the U.S. consulate against what they call U.S. interference in extradition bill discussions. Numerous U.S. politicians have voiced disapproval of the bill. Protesters from three civic groups in Hong Kong accuse the U.S. government of spreading false claims. President Trump has formally relaunched his campaign for four more years in the White House with an evening rally in Florida. In his opening remarks at the gathering in Orlando, Mr. Trump said the American dream was back and was bigger and better than ever before.
2: Exactly four years ago
0: this week, I announced my campaign for President of the United States. And it turned out to be more than just a political campaign. It turned out to be a great political movement because of you. A great movement. It's a movement made up of hardworking patriots who love their country, love their flag, love their children, and who believe that a nation must care for its own citizens first. A number of opinion polls have shown the president running consistently behind his main democratic challengers. Patrick Shanahan, who has been the acting U.S. Defense Secretary since December, has withdrawn from consideration to fill the role permanently. It comes amid reports of a history of family violence. U.S. media said the FBI was examining a dispute between him and his then-wife nine years ago. In another incident, Mr. Shanahan's teenage son was arrested for hitting his mother with a baseball bat. The Democrat Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer criticised the state of the Trump administration.
1: This Shanahan fiasco shows what a shambles, what a mess the administration's national security and foreign policy is. It seems whatever pops into the president's head gets out there, then something else, then something else. There seem to be almost no adults in the room.
0: US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has reiterated that the US will continue to apply pressure on Iran, but doesn't want the conflict with Tehran to escalate.
2: It's been our mission since the uh, beginning of this administration uh, to convince the Iranian regime not to move forward with their nuclear program and not to continue to engage in development of their missiles and all the other activities, the malign activities that they've been engaged in around the world. Uh, That's why we put in place uh, the pressure campaign that's now been ongoing for uh, a year and a couple months. Uh, It's been very effective. And now we need to make sure that we continue to do that so that we ultimately get the opportunity to convince Iran that it's not in their best interest to behave in this way.
0: Police in the United States have seized 15 tons of cocaine from a ship in Philadelphia. The drugs with an estimated street value of more than a billion U.S. dollars were found in containers on board a cargo ship bound for Europe. In Britain, the five remaining candidates to be the next leader of the governing Conservative Party, and most likely the country's Prime Minister, have been debating how they would take Britain out of the European Union. It was the first television debate of the campaign for the clear favourite in the race, Boris Johnson, who is an ardent backer of Brexit. They'll be reducing the number of contenders to two in further votes this week. Only one candidate, Rory Stewart, ruled out leaving without a deal. Question by a member of the public as to why anyone would contemplate a no-deal Brexit. Mr Stewart asked the others how realistic a no-deal now was. How, given that Parliament does not consent to no-deal, how are you going to deliver no-deal against the consent of Parliament? Because that's what you're going to have to do, all of you. If you're leaving by the 31st of October, if you're leaving no-deal on the table, please will someone tell me how you are going to do it against the consent of parliament the starving and exhausted polar bear has strayed hundreds of miles from its natural habitat and wandered into the russian city of norilsk in northern siberia bbc's sasha schlichter reports
1: According to one environment official, the bear was roaming around a factory under observation by the emergency services. It is believed she is ill and weak. A local wildlife expert who filmed the animal close up said it was unclear what had brought her to Norilsk. Although it was possible she had simply got lost. He said she had watery eyes and could clearly not see well. Climate change has been damaging the polar bears' habitats, forcing them to scavenge for food on land and bringing them into greater contact with humans.
0: U.S. energy company Blame for three wildfires in California has agreed to pay out a billion U.S. dollars in damages. Pacific Gas and Electric was sued by 14 local public bodies who say its faulty power line sparked fires including a blaze in Northern California in 2018. Finance a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,163. That's 661 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $63 billion. Currencies, US dollar, is trading at 108.33 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 11 cents, and the pound is worth 900.83 dollars 83 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheung. New
1: Zealand can go top of the cricket World Cup table if they beat South Africa today. The two sides are set to play in Birmingham. The Black Caps enter the contest, having gone unbeaten in their first four games. They trail England and Australia by one point in the standings. South Africa are eighth, having lost three in a row. Meanwhile, the England captain Owen Morgan has been looking back on his record-breaking performance against Afghanistan on Tuesday. Morgan smashed an ODI record 17 sixes as England won by 150 runs.
0: Still really hasn't sunk in. I, I was just trying to put pressure on on, on their bowlers. Um, it was a stage of the game where guys coming in behind me can strike it at a, at a really high rate. So it was time to uh, to get my acting uh, act gear and I was supposed to crack the whip a little bit.
1: To football in the FIFA Women's World Cup, where the Brazil striker Marta has scored a record 17th career goal in the World Cup Finals. Her second-half penalty helped Brazil beat Italy 1-0 to reach the last 16. Australia also progressed with a 4-1 win over Jamaica. The BBC's Mass Faruqi has details.
2: World Cup history was made in both Group C matches on Tuesday with Marta becoming the all-time leading goalscorer at a men's all-women's World Cup. Her 17th goal at the finals, this time coolly taken from the penalty spot, gave her Brazil side the win against Italy but they only qualify for the last 16 in one of the four spots for the best performing third place teams which likely means a tough matchup against host France on Sunday in La Havre. Meanwhile in Grenoble Jamaica's Havana Solon made history with her country's first ever goal at a women's world cup but it wasn't enough to prevent a third successive group stage defeat for the reggae girls. Sam Kerr became the tournament's joint top scorer with four on the night to lead Australia to a 4-1 victory and second spot in group C. The Matildas will now play Norway for a place in the quarter-finals on Saturday.
1: Group D wraps up tonight as England take on Japan. Ahead of the match, England's Lucy Bronze has been speaking about the confidence within her team.
2: I think 2015 we maybe overachieved a little bit making the semi-final. Coming into this World Cup, we've got a lot more belief. I think that's the thing that's maybe changed. We want to
1: beat any team that's in front of us and we know that we can. In the men's game, Brazil and Venezuela play to a goalless draw in the Copa America. The Brazilians dominated procession. They took 19 shots, but only one was on target. Brazil have four points from two games in Group A. They lead Peru on goal difference. Peru overturned a 1-0 halftime deficit to beat Bolivia 3-1, with second-half goals from Paulo Guerrero, Jefferson Farfan, and Edison Flores. And that's your look at sports.
0: And to end the news, the top stories once again. Leggo returns to business following a week of chaos caused by the contentious extradition bill. Students threaten to step up their action. And FTU lawmaker Alice Mack refuses to comment on reports that she swore at the chief executive Carrie Lam during a closed-door meeting. And that's the news from RTHK.